Oh, listen, dear one, I am thrilled to announce I have a brand new private coaching container opening up called Full Immersion Coaching. This is you and me working together privately as I become your mentor and soul guide for an entire year, providing you with the full support you need to grow a massively successful and prosperous heart-led business. To get all the details, DM me on Facebook or Instagram or send an email to allison at allisonscammell.com and say, tell me more about Full Immersion Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you. Well, hello, my dear ones. I have a question for you. What is your current vibration? What is your energetic resonance? What's your vibe? Are you vibing high? Are you feeling expanded, spacious, free? Are you feeling a little contracted, heavy, shackles on, somewhere in between? Well, we have a really, really cool episode for you today that really is going to explore into our vibration. And in that exploration, we're going into the emotional and energetic layers of our life and business. This is a super cool topic, you guys, and so, so important for soul-guided entrepreneurs. And before I get into all of that, I just want to take a second here to read a review of Soul Guide Radio from one of the listeners. It, I really just, this review just really made my heart smile. And if you are feeling so called, if this podcast serves you, we would be so grateful for a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. And I'm going to be reading those reviews on the air. And pro tip here, if you want to put in the review something about what it is you do or how people can contact you, I will be reading those in the review. So there is some cool incentive for you to get in front of some new, fresh, cool audience. And the audience of Soul Guide Radio is about as cool as you get, let's be honest. So here is a super amazing review that we received from LTS Tashi or LT Stashi. Let's say it's LT Stashi. This is what he or she has to say. There are a lot of fluffy podcasts out there and Allison's podcast is head and shoulders above them. Super practical and honest conversations. I get simple shifts every time I listen. Thank you. Well, thank you, LT Stashi. That is a super nice feedback, and that's really what I strive for. Simple shifts that lead to profound results. And speaking of which, let's get back to today's really profound topic. We're talking about emotional energetic layers and how you can get to know those layers and shift them into an energetic vibration that really serves you and your business. And we're speaking today with Eos Coach, and she has a really fresh and amazing perspective on this topic. So in today's episode, Eos and I explore the various emotional and energetic layers of your life and business, why it's important to get to know and be mindful of these layers, and how we can tap into the right emotions and energy to align to the soul of our business. 
will end on an invitation that will have you embodying, immediately embodying the energy that you really want to be in to call in the big, your biggest soul aligned goals and dreams, really. So it's a very simple yet profound practice that EOS invites you to embrace. So you're going to want to hear what it is because it's pretty cool. And you're going to want to stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our private community of over 1,400 leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other. And today, we're talking energy, one of my favorite topics, and emotions. And I'm speaking to the amazing EOS Coach about this amazing topic. EOS Coach is a web designer, photographer, author, and coach. EOS guides women in creating a life they love and a business that supports their dream lifestyles by helping them build self-trust to realize everything they need is already within. She believes in consistently showing up for our desires and courageously stretching beyond our comfort zone to create the life and business we truly desire from the inside out. She and I had a super soulful connection, and I really loved exploring these various layers with her. So may you receive as much from her wisdom as I did. Please enjoy. Eos, welcome to Soul Guide Radio. I'm so happy to have you. And I'm so grateful to be here. Yay. So I am a real, I would, I call myself a global nomad. You know, I've lived in 10 countries on four continents. And so I love talking to you. We were just chatting before the show recording. You are from Switzerland. You live in Portugal. No, you live in Spain. Sorry. And you're married to an Italian. Yes. Totally. <laughs> That's so cool. Lots of different cultures and different languages. Yes. Yeah. And do you speak Italian? I do. I do. That's so amazing. We just befriended someone here in The Hague from Switzerland, and it just like blows. He's a real polyglot, I think, even for someone from Switzerland, but it just kind of blows me away how many languages the average Swiss person speaks. Yes. Like my, my daughter, she's 18 and she speaks seven languages. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have only five, and my younger daughter, who is 12, she speaks four. Only five, she says. That is amazing. I am learning Dutch now. I love languages and I speak a few myself, probably not anywhere at the level of fluency that you have, but I just love learning languages because I feel like you, it's like, uh, actually, I used to live in Romania. So one of the languages I speak mm-hmm. is Romanian, which is sort of like 
most people don't expect you to say that, you know, it's not, you know, it's usually the typical German, you know, French, Spanish. Yeah. Well, one of my languages is Romanian and there's this saying, and it's like, when you learn a foreign language, it's like becoming a second person. It's like you become a second person. And, and I think that's so true. Yeah. And I think every language has its own kind of, and there we go into energy, its own kind of energy. And so the own, own programming of the whole society that speaks that language. So we really become another person. I see this a lot in my daughters, like my older daughter, when she speaks French, she just has like another kind of expression than when she speaks Italian or German. So, yeah, so it's so cool. And it is a really good segue to our topic. We have a fantastic topic today. We're talking about the emotional and energetic layers of life and business. So let's dig into it. Can you explain to us how emotions and energy relate to one another? Yes, yes. And this is really one of my favorite topics because I think the emotions create like a vibration. So actually, if we feel something, our heart, our whole um, energy field, our biomagnetic energy field creates vibrations and frequency. And this creates vibration and frequency is energy. So this gets translated out into the world. Mm, that's so good. So good. So let's talk about emotions for a little bit. I do a lot of work with emotions. You know, you, some people call themselves mindset coaches. I think I'm an emotion coach. <laughs> I'm going to like coin a new frame, phrase here, emotion coach, because the reason why I feel like getting to learn the various emotions we're feeling and just being mindful of them, because it's as you say, the emotional state we're in is that the frequency we're vibrating at is so important. And I've noticed that my clients, some of my clients have a really hard time naming their emotions. And instead of saying, well, I feel angry, they'll say, I feel my husband doesn't listen to me. So they offer another thought or another belief system. Why do you think we, we can struggle to name our emotions? I think a lot of times we are not used to because it's not something that we are really like trained in society or in school. Even in school, it's more like fitting in instead of really feeling what we feel. So we try to escape them in kind of a way and not feel them. And therefore we, we, when we, like, I always like the practice of getting closer to our emotions through little exercises. And one of the easiest exercises is to just, if you can't name the emotion, just feeling into your body, does it feel expansive or contractive? And there you get towards the first um, kind of direction. Is it more towards the positive, which makes you feel wide, which opens your energy up? Or does it more mean no and towards the negative part and it contracts you? So just to like find the, uh, the first, do we go left or right? <laughs> yeah. Feel that in our body because our body has a lot of wisdom. Emotions are not, we are really cognitive in our society. And emotions grow through our nervous system and our heart and bring it back to the, to the heart, like from the mind into the heart. Yeah. Are you familiar with Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School? I know her a little bit. Yeah. I am not an expert on her either. I just, she says something that I find interesting and I just don't know exactly how I, I, I just don't know about it. I'd love to get your perspective. So she holds the belief that 
all emotions are neutral. So it's, so we don't have good emotions or bad emotions. They're just like a compass and they tell us how we're doing. And, you know, as you just suggested, those more freeing, expanding kind of shackles off feeling. That's what I was trained under Martha Beck. She calls it like a shackles off feeling is pointing you towards a direction you want to go or focus on in those heavy, constricting shackles on feelings are, are, are telling you something is out of alignment. So I, I kind of, I, I, re- I, I believe that that's a good way to look at it and not labeling feelings as good or bad. And they're all part of the human experience. And we just want to be mindful of where we are and what we're vibrating at. This is the part that I'm not sure about. I would love your perspective on all of this. The other thing she says is, that she feels that we're we're meant to to kind of experience positive emotions, so expanding emotions about fifty percent of the time, and then sort of more painful emotions or more constricting emotions about fifty percent of the time. So we're really not meant to be sort of happy and blissed out all the time, and it's kind of like we're we're meant to be in this fifty fifty energy. And I'm not really sure. I it's just interesting, and I I never I don't know. It's just I, I, I kind of don't know, like, I, I, whenever I hear her say that, I'm just kind of like, huh, I'm not so sure about that second part. So anyway, any, any, what's your perspective on all that? I, I surely feel that there is a rhythm to it, like just in all our living life, as for example, in breathing in and breathing out, we have to bring all the, the seasons, like summer, winter or even our inner seasons, like our menstrual cycle, I think there is like these waves and rhythm to it, which we, we surely do have with our emotions, or I feel that. If it's 50-50, I don't know, because I feel that we can transform perspectives around them. I surely think a lot of times we don't allow ourselves to go to the places where we fear. Like we don't want to look at the fear, we bury it. And a lot of times it makes it worse than better. Yeah, very true. I feel like emotions drive so much of what we do. We set goals in our lives because we want to feel a certain way. It's not so much that we want to like have all this money and buy all this stuff. We want, we want what those, we think those things are going to make us feel right. And then likewise, we do a lot of stuff. Like, you know, busying ourselves on social media or drinking too much wine in the evenings to avoid feeling a certain way. So it's just, uh, this is such an important topic, I think, because emotions really are at the heart of everything we do. Totally. I think there are, it's, it goes really back to something similar, especially if you speak about going onto social media to number ourselves or drinking wine or eating sugar or all these kind of things. I think there is the same kind of gauging we have, like with the contraction ex- expansion. And there it's if we are creative and inspired, it is something that nourishes us. If after we go to social media, we feel depleted and empty, it was um, consuming. So how can we always like direct ourselves more to things that fill us up, even if they are not productive? And things that nourish us and less towards things that consume us and suck out our energy. This is something I actually learned through my daughters. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to like be cut off from the world or from the internet or this kind of places. So I actually teach my 12 year old who is homeschooled 
how to navigate, for example, on YouTube. And it's that kind of concept. She's allowed to look all the things and do all the things online that nourish her and where she felt inspired afterward to do something herself. Like, for example, a tutorial on watercolor. And then she paints beautiful flowers or music tutorials or she's a lot into art. But if she feels like the energy is sucking her out and afterwards she feels uninspired, this is the things that better to avoid. And I think she learned through that really to, to find that middle way. And I think it for us as entrepreneurs in our business even, it's really similar. Which are the actions that inspire us, that lift us up, that bring us to a higher place? And which are the things we think we have to do, but then we get consumed and uninspired by them? Ooh, beautiful. I love that. I love what you do with your daughter in YouTube. That's really, really brilliant because it teaches like, I feel like, you know, modern technology has got a light and a super dark, you know, it's got and, you know, it keeps us connected. Like for those of us who are in the coaching business, you know, I have clients all over the world because of technology connecting me to people and we're able to create global con communities. But there's, you know, there's a dark underbelly. Right. And I love that you're teaching her just to plug into the lightness and the thing that can serve her. That's really brilliant. All right. I would really love to get into these layers. I'm eager to learn more about these layers, the emotional and energetic layers. Let's just start of our, let's, let's focus in on our business. What are the emotional and energetic layers of our business? Yes, there are a lot of layers. I named them in, in my book and I related them to the chakra energies actually. Nice. So bringing them back to like our root chakra, which is our I am energy which in our business is just who we are as a person and our personal part. And then we have the sacral chakra, which is the, the feelings, which would be our core values. And in our business, it would be our brand values. So our values that um, our brand speaks about and that we speak about in our brand. The solar plexus would be the action energy I do. And it's all about taking clear action and doing the things and really implementing and being confident. And then there is the heart chakra, which is the I love energy, which is obviously a lot about our offerings, about ideal clients, about who we serve and how we serve and show up in the world. The throat chakra, which is our voice, which is our marketing, which is our story, the things we share through speaking, like here, for example, the third eye which is IC, which is a lot about vision and also about branding and how we show up in a visually kind of way and our expression in general, even an energetic expression. And then it's the crown chakra, which is about our connection to the divine and about practices we implement, how we nourish ourselves, how we care for ourselves and fill up our own energy so we can spill over to our clients. I love that. I love that. And I always see, you know, solar plexus as one of the chakras that really being that source of self, source of power, where we really tap into our ability to generate income. And totally. Yeah. Being that being worthy of income, worthy of receiving proper remuneration for what we give out. Is that where you feel like the income, the, the abundance, the wealth would be? I mean, I know it's 
everywhere. But where would you categorize the that sort of income generating? I think probably it's a correlation between the the, the solar plexus and the heart. Yeah, energy. But I think the root chakra is really important because if we don't feel safe in ourselves and how we show up, I think it's nearly impossible to really give and then to, to come to become back from that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, they all kind of work. I mean, ideally, it sounds like they all, were, we're tuning into all, all of these layers are, are feeling aligned when our business is feeling aligned as well. Yeah. Yes. I think they are there if we are aware of this energy or not. Like we have clients, if we define our ideal clients or not, if we, most of those things out there or even our marketing, even if we are not so conscious about our voice and how we share things, we still share things. Right. <laughs> so the of still there. It's just more unconscious or more conscious. I think that the, def- the definition of defining the layers of our soul or the business, the, the soul of our business layers is all about bringing them more to the conscious and being able to intentionally shape them and share them and create them. Yeah, I like that intentionally shaping and sharing. So let's go into one and explore into how we do that. So what? let's go to that. I don't know why I'm feeling called to go to abundance wealth generating. Let's say somebody wants to kind of tap into these emotional layers to see where they are with their ability to generate wealth. How would you approach that? I think first of all, it's it's a lot about the heart, I think, because if you don't have enough for out there in the world, maybe you would even go one step back. Who are you in the world? So because if you know who you are and your root chakra, you truly know how you want to or how you can help someone else or what you could trade as an offer. And business is all about trading energy in some kind of way. It's trading about what we have to offer for wealth. So that could be like in a bigger scale or in a smaller scale. It depends on our capacity. And I think there it comes in again, the more we build and shape these different layers of our energy, the more like the more we shape the, the, sacra, uh, the solar plexus, like you mentioned before, the higher capacity we have to receive. So in the beginning, we may be overwhelmed to have one client a week and we feel like, oh, we have to prepare all week. And, and then we become, we, we get used to that. We get used to that level and then we can have a second client. We can have the next client and we can grow that capacity to hold more energy and to exchange more energy. And then we can even go into passive, more passive kind of things like an online course or a group program or even higher and be more visible also and feel safe in there. Yeah. I love that you mentioned growing your capacity to receive more. If you were to kind of place your mindful awareness on doing that, what is like, what can we do to intentionally grow our capacity to receive more in our business? It really depends on which place we are. But for example, if we go back to the example of having one client a week and we want four, what we could do is look at our calendar and make energetically space in our calendar that there is space for having four clients. And showing up to these clients even before the clients are there, holding that energy space empty for ourselves 
and also pushing ourselves a little bit through that edge of the comfort zone. If it, even if it feels, if it, even if it feels uncomfortable, doing it anyways, and that strengthens strengthens it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think sometimes we inadvertently push clients away without realizing it because we have an overly full calendar mm-hmm. and then we we have this sort of tug of war at play where a half of us like a piece of us wants clients, like we want clients and we want to get clients, but then there's this voice that we might not even be aware of that's also saying yeah, but your calendar's too full for any more clients. <laughs> like you don't have the capacity for more clients. Yes. So I think just putting mindful, like noticing if, if you're doing that. And I think, I think we've all been there to one level or another at some point on our journey. And if you are in this tug of war to really look at your calendar and say, what are my priorities here? And if clients are my priorities, I need to get stuff off my calendar. That doesn't support that. So the space is there and, and getting back to emotions. If it feels spacious, it's there. You know, I just feel into it. Does it feel spacious? Okay. There's space for clients. Totally. Yes. And I think another part of that just came to mind when you spoke is also about fears. Sometimes like there are fears even for wealth and abundance and about things that can happen if we will earn this much money, we are not safe in the world or this kind of things happen or this, like the negative consequences. And if we can look at them, which are the emotions, the emotions that come up, look at those emotions that come up, we can transform them and we can hold ourselves and say, okay, the fear is only as scary as long as we don't look at it. Right. Totally. I'm loving this conversation. And I want to talk about, first of all, I, I do want to say it, that I really love the idea of seeing these as layers. There's something, I don't know, I, I like that word and approaching, approaching our business in these layers. I don't know, feels, feels good to me because I've never really thought of it that way before. So tell us how can we tap into the right emotions and energy to align the soul of our business? I think the solar for our business is this energetic layer. So it's not about energy on emotions only. I think it's about talks, emotions and actions. So it's about like this triangle of these three things that then create an outcome. So as long we, as we refine each of these layers, we will always grow. So a lot of time it is just about doing the next steps. And do it next inspired step in our business and in our, in our life, because the two kind of really connect together. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I call it, you say thoughts, emotions, actions. I say, I, I say thoughts, feelings, actions, feelings and emotions meaning the same thing in this context. And I call it a TFA. Sometimes I do TFA check-ins and I, that's my thoughts, feelings, actions, check-in. Like, okay, so I've got this goal or I have this vision or this ideal outcome I want to experience. So let me check in to see if my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions are supporting this or if they're somehow not supporting this vision. Totally. And I think that's, that's really the thing to, and that's what creates an energy field. If the talks, the emotions, or the feelings, and the actions come together, they create a special vibration, a frequency 
that we put out into the world. So if we have positive talks about something and we feel good about it and then we take the inspired action on it, the outcome that will come back is kind of like that resonance field, which attracts the same thing to us. If we are in the other way, already think something negative about it and feel a little bit of shaky or fearful and then put out the action into the world, it's another kind of energy that resonates with that. Yeah, yeah, totally, 100%. And so when you, do you do something similar to TFA check-in and how do you approach it? Like in terms of like a daily or weekly weekly practice? Yes, I don't do the the TFA check-in like you. I just think I do a lot of just mindfulness and coming back to how I feel and coming back to really being sure to bring myself back to the middle and to the center. And also on the other hand, allowing like every other wave that comes up because I think we, a lot of times, this kind of too much pressure practices, we feel that we always have to be like up on our game and always top game and we just are not. So it's more like of an acceptance practice that I have. So tell us how it works for you. Like when you say bring myself back to my center, how do you do that? For me, it's nature and journaling. And I have a daily practice of meditation and my, and, and just sitting in stillness. So I think these three things together are, and just um, the most time I try to bring these rituals and the, the practices into what I do and not having them as two separate things, but really living and embodying them. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And that gets you in this energetic resonance at the same time. Totally, because then you have that energy in in your energy field and you do the things with that energy. Yeah, and I, I approach it the same way, really. When I do it, I call it a TFA check-in, which actually sounds kind of masculine and maybe even kind of logical, but it's actually not. It's very It's a very intuitive and energetic process. Where I'm, I do it when I walk my dog in nature mm. and I don't bring my phone and it's, I do kind of a walking meditation. I have a really spiritual dog. She's very high consciousness and she literally gets mad at me. I can tell when I bring my phone because she knows that she can feel, I can, I absolutely 100% can feel that she can feel that I'm not connecting to her when we're walking because I'm, because my head is, my nose is stuck in my phone. Yeah. yeah. So she is yes. like my, she's my little like, oh, no, you're not bringing that phone on this walk. Oh, no, you're not going to like answer Voxers. <laughs> she, I know she doesn't like it and I love it because she's like my little guardian. And so when I do this, yeah, this check in, I'm out in nature. I'm, I'm connected to my dog. I think connecting to animals, connecting to nature, earth elements, being in water. So like taking a bath or a shower, meditating, obviously journaling. It's all going to get you in these energy, this energy. And I, I do like as well relating to it as this sort of daily practice of embodiment instead of just like, Oh, this is a process. I have to make sure I do mm-hmm. like see, see treating it as a state of being than a state of doing. Right. Yes. Totally. And I think nature especially makes a lot of sense as we are speaking a lot about energy fields and frequency fields. This bio 
magnetic field we don't see, but we all as humans have, our whole planet actually has one. Like planet Earth has a biomagnetic field. And when we are into environments with Wi-Fi and with phones and even our cell phone, we, that bio field of our planet gets cut up a little bit. So if we go into nature without the phone and without interference of other frequencies, we actually tune to nature. So our own biomagnetic field gets tuned to the biomagnetic field of planet Earth. That's so beautiful. Kind of like a little reset. Yeah. Or it's, it's really good to put like the bar feet on the ground or touch a tree or these kind of things because it just recalibrates us to our natural state of healthy being. Yeah. It's so good. And I have to say that since I've had my dog, I got it. I got this dog in, in March. And so I've just been sort of, this just sort of happened where I was doing the, I would sometimes do walks with her with my phone. And I really started to notice that she didn't like it. And then it became really obvious. I'm like, oh my gosh, she really doesn't like it when I bring my phone. And then I just became more mindful. And I like everything you're saying is just so true. And I just like, I'm like, because I'm just in this space where like, I've, I've really just felt deeply the difference. Yes. Yeah, and your dog feels it. Like, what yes. she feels is really just that interference of these frequencies. Yes. And therefore, she gets mad. It's not yes. as mad at you. <laughs> no, yes, she does. She's like, I don't like that. Put that thing away. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so then how does doing all this, being being in this embodiment, in this being, and just having this mindfulness, doing these shifts, how does this actually help us connect to clients? This is such a good question. Because one part, like it creates for ourselves more clarity, even if we go into these layers and we're like, I don't want this, but I want that. I want to work clients um, who feel like this, but not feel like that. I want my work to feel a certain way. We just create a lot more clarity and we create a lot more confidence. And this means our messaging just shifts and is different. If we clearly know what we want, we can communicate that and then the right clients resonate with that. And they already know that what we share and how we show up is how they resonate to it. I, as a web designer, a lot of time also work with that through the branding. Like we can work with that through the images we have on the web to, to colors. Even colors have a certain frequency. So if we have a certain vibe on our website and in our expression and in our online expression and on our social media, it just attracts the right persons. And it also repels the right persons, the ones we don't want to work with. So important. It's so important. Yeah, I love what you say. And I just, I've loved this episode. I think this is such important work for people to, who are interested in having a successful business and really being happy in your business, really being joyful and spacious is just being in tune with this energy and this, these layers and this emotions. Just really, really, it's been a beautiful discussion, a beautiful exchange here. I would, I always ask my guests at the end of each episode to leave our listeners with an invitation, inviting them to do something or be someone or anything you wish to invite them to. That's beautiful. I would love to invite your listeners to really start noticing, like even 
depending on where they are on their journey, but if they are in the beginning, but even further ahead, really getting more attentive about these contractions and expansions. They happen a lot of time in our day life and in our business and just in balancing that, balancing that with our thinking and our rational cognitive decisions, bringing that a little bit more together and closing that gap. Nice, nice. So being more mindful during the day, just being mindful of how our energy expands and contracts. Yes, just bring that mindfulness. I think if we start with that mindfulness, if you bring yourself to that mindfulness, it just starts to unfold in beautiful ways. It's actually how we moved here to Menorca in Spain from Switzerland. (laughs) Nice, beautiful. Because you were getting... you. How, how, how did that unfold? Yes. We were about to buy a house in Switzerland and I looked at different houses and I st- stood there in a garden with beautiful garden, beautiful house, but every house in a row and every like all the white picket fences. And I just felt my whole body contract. And I felt like I don't want to live here. I don't want to become old here. Buying a house here just felt so, so restrictive. And there, my journey of what do I want started and I created a vision board and I saw, just saw that there was always like sea and beautiful warmer weather, Mediterranean. And this is how we made the decision to move here. That's amazing. And all you were really doing was noticing, right? And you were noticing what was happening in your body. You were yeah, noticing it was- that. Yeah. A lot of times we just overgo this and we feel the contraction, but then we just go ahead because it's just the logical thing to do. Right, right. Exactly. Oh my gosh, this has been such a great conversation. I've really learned so much. Mm. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today, Eos. Please tell our listeners how they can find you. Yes, they can find me on my website, eoskoch.com. And... There's actually a book that I have written, The Soul of Business, which speaks a lot about these different seven layers of the energy layers of the emotions and energy and goes in a little bit more on each of those. And I have also a quiz on my website, which speaks about emotions and the emotions you want to feel in your business and how that relates to your branding. Beautiful. And all of those links will be in the show notes. So, Eos, thank you again so much for sharing your wisdom today. Really, really beautiful. Can't thank you enough. Thank you so much, Alison. I was so um, happy to be here, invited into your space and to your listeners. And it was so beautiful. The questions you broke, the topics you we touched on. Just really, really grateful to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I want to thank you, dear listener, for tuning in and showing up for this podcast. I really, truly hope from the bottom of my heart that it serves you in both simple and profound ways. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency 
dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find a link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.